0: Captain, hull breach in the docking bay. You can see the front of the Skippy Ramlet is thrashed. Beyond the armor glass of the cockpit, you can see the outline of a shape moving within. The android, who you recognize as Naver, uh, as he begins to step forward, you can see that Naver's bright glowing eyes begin weeping. Uh, It appears to be molten titanium. He pulls something out of the core of the box. It looks like he stabs it into his midsection. I warned you that you would pay. You'll be destroyed like the rest of your kind.
1: I'm going to take his head off.
0: Okay, the classic Kerr maneuver. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, one and all, to the Die by the Dice podcast. We're an actual play tabletop RPG in Starfinder. Thank you for joining us on our space adventure. I'm John, and I'll be the GM for this game.
1: I'm Lisa. I play Kerr, Sylvana and the Vesk Soldier, and we just leveled up. So everything that goes up went up for me. The main highlight for me is the feat that I got which is Coordinated Shot. It's a combat feat where allies gain a plus one bonus to ranged attacks against foes that I threaten. So if I'm next to them, Sparks or somebody who's firing at the enemy gets a bonus. Hi,
2: I'm Tom. I'm playing Lycos 9, the android Solarian. Like everyone else, I had the typical things go up, hit points, base attack bonus, all the good stuff. Uh, All of my class features I gained this level, I kind of funneled into saving myself from falling off things since that apparently is the thing we're going to do now. I got a new class ability called Gravity Boost. Uh, it gives me slight modifiers to uh, athletics, certain athletics checks, climb, jump, swim, and additionally, I can activate it when I'm falling and reduce my half damage or my falling damage by half. And I also maxed out my athletics because, again, falling
3: was a thing. I'm Brent. I'm playing Sparks, the Ahsoki mechanic. And for my fourth level, uh, I picked up a new mechanic trick. This time, I picked one called Overclocking which gives me a plus two insight bonus for initiative. And uh, if I have to make a reflex save, I get a plus two insight bonus.
0: Oh, that's very nice. Yeah. Cool. All right,
4: I'm Jessica. I'm playing Noemi Domash, the Lashunta Technomancer and Captain of the Gep. And for level four, I uh, switched out one of my first level spells. I dropped Supercharged Weapon and picked up Jolting Surge, which allows me to deal a 46 electrical damage, uh, touch damage. Ooh. A touch attack, um, and then for my I gained two second level spells, um, one invisibility, which is sort of self-explanatory, and a microbot assault, which is essentially it'll it I release a cloud of microbots around me um, in a twenty foot square, and they uh, create cover fire as well as what is it harrying fire? Oh, do they cool. do both or one or the other? It said both.
0: Nice, <laughs> wow.
4: It's um, really cool. <laughs> yeah, <that's> super good. <laughs> and then what? What's cool is if there aren't uh, threatening uh, opponents in those squares around me, the microbots can move to uh, attack. Uh, well, attack, quote unquote. Um, pursue. I think pursue, yeah. <laughs> um, so they and they can move up to twenty p- feet per round, and they can separate into four separate clouds. Uh, so if there are multiple enemies, they can basically harass. All of my enemies. Cool. So, looking forward to using that.
0: So, looking at some of the Starfinder rules, we're actually going to do a little bit of uh, house ruling here in that spell attacks are going to use the spell modifier for the caster as opposed to the strength or dexterity bonus as normal. It just helps out casters who don't have phenomenal stats all around but have their core stat, intelligence or charisma, depending, um, in a good spot. So for Noemi, that means her attacks are going to hit a little more often than they would otherwise. That uh, We picked up this variant out of the 5th edition core rules, and I like what it does here to Starfinder. So, the possessed body of Naver lies dead in your hold. This hold is still open to vacuum. Uh, the head gave some cryptic dialogue just before expiring. Uh, this vessel being weak, or something to that effect. Mm-hmm. So, the... Titanium is rapidly cooling on the floor of the Gep in the hold, as is, but much more rapidly cooling, the corpse of Naver, uh, even with his sort of demonic transformation. You can see through the huge gap in the side of the Gep, a searchlight strafing over the vessel as an enormous cruiser begins coasting into position. Over the ship's comms, Renault patches through. This is Captain Waryheart. Of the Adamant Bastion. Power down. You are being boarded. Again?
4: <laughs> I'll let uh, Renault If Renault doesn't immediately power down, I'll tell him to power down. Alright. I will holster my weapons.
0: Okay. A minute later, the Adamant Bastion has overtaken the Gep and is in a holding pattern above it. Uh, some shuttles are coming over and you can see the logo of the stewards emblazoned on the side of them as they come closer. One of them lands and docks with your four docking harness effectively so they can transfer between the two. The other one actually clamps over the gap in the GEP's hold like a, a big sort of sucker fish, completely sealing it in and reestablishing atmospheric seals, at least temporarily, for your ship.
2: Um, while this is going on, I point out to them that uh, Kritka may need some further medical attention. I oh, was yeah. going
1: to... Say, who else needs medical attention? I can start doing medicine checks while they're doing this.
2: Um, I mean, I just have kind of found a seat on a crate and I'm holding my side. I'm not bleeding out. Kritka might be. I would attend to her before any of the rest of us. I'm going to
1: go help Kritka. She got hit pretty hard, didn't she? Yeah. I There's like,
2: like parts like, of her leaking. Yikes. Yeah.
1: We don't know much about her anatomy though, right? Mm. Was that part of the problem or am I just making that up?
2: I might be able to like,
4: assist you because I have... You You've know. Got the xeno... She
2: supposedly loves
3: aliens. Oh, that's true. <laughs>
4: Ideally. <do. laughs>
3: you I might have... you might
4: do better on a cultures check than me. Yeah. I'm a xeno seeker, so I probably like the life science to understand her anatomy. Even if I didn't know the medicine behind it, I would at least be like, oh, she has a blobody blah sack.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a technical term, though. the blobby <laughs> <The> blah
2: <blah-bitty-blah> sack.
4: <laughs> so yeah, we'll fix it in post. we're gonna go oh. help Kritka
1: as much as we can. Send the medics on back when they come
3: in. All right. I've got pretty good medicine skill too, so. Yeah, it's usually you and me doing medicine Mm. checks.
4: Maybe you can help out. uh,
0: I'll stay here.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, keep an eye on this uh, cooling vessel.
0: All right. Through the door that's been docked with, you can see override codes click on the airlock, and through it come a pair of armed stewards. They bear the badge of the stewards proudly and... Openly on themselves, and come in in like a tactical sweep, assessing you all and holding you at gunpoint. Effectively, all right. Uh, um, one of them. Okay, go ahead. Is about a nine foot tall dragon like creature. It's bipedal, but has a reptilian form to it and wings on its back. Is there enough skin to make a suit of armor of this dragonkin? Yes. If it didn't tear you in half in the <laughs> attempt, then. It was just Possibly. an idle thought.
3: Technically, yes.
0: It's not, it's not a thought I'm expressing to anybody. Along with the dragonkin is a, a human female with a suit of heavy tactical armor and holding a plasma rifle in hand. Ooh. So I guess when they approach me, I just kind of weirdly look up at one of them. Where are the victims? They don't approach anybody. They're keeping... We said they're holding us at gunpoint, so doesn't that mean they approached? Oh, no. They're keeping proper safe distance from...
2: (laughs) Either way, once it it appears a gun's being aimed at me, I just rarely look and say, we're the victims, not the aggressors.
4: Yeah, I'll hold up my hands and say, the threat has been neutralized, and I'll gesture to the cooling form on the floor. Missing his head, I believe.
0: Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Curse out of that. The human says... All the same, we're here we're new to this situation and are proceeding with c- proper amount of caution. Uh no sudden moves, hands where we can see him, please. Uh who else is on board?
4: Um we have the four of us that you can see here. Um my first mate is, am I still there or did I go to cricket? Yeah, what I was gonna say. What's, yeah, what's the, the timeline? What's the timing on this?
0: Uh you you tell me, Lisa, are you I was Still gonna go old? and help Kritka because okay. she
4: seemed really bad off. That's what you'd be then. Okay. Okay. So I'll say there's the three you see here as well. Um, I have a cur, or not a cur. I have a cur. <laughs> They've got a cur. <laughs> I have a cur. No. Um, I have a vesk uh, soldier board as well. A what is Kritka again? A cur. Spider person. I have it written down. <laughs>
0: Shh, her Just species. Just say a pilot and see how they react. Yeah. Is uh. Kacharika.
4: Uh, my first mate is Kacharika, and uh, we also have another android aboard. You may also hear a voice over the <laughs> yeah, overcom. in that one. <laughs> but you will not find him aboard the ship. That sounds super sketchy. Yeah, right? He's just a sub voice. Just say it's the computer. Yeah. They
2: exactly. Just call an AI.
4: Exactly. He's just a little AI guy. Don't worry about it. You worry too much.
0: All right, calm your crew, have them come to the hold, please.
4: Um, if they are physically able to, I w- will absolutely do that. Um, and I'll There's hail. wounded on board? There, Absolutely. We are all quite injured. Sorry,
0: Sorry. there's additional wounded on board. <laughs> <laughs> he said that I, like, I kind of like take my bloody hand from my side and look at it. Really, dude?
4: <laughs> yes, I'm not sure. Uh, I know that, that my first mate sustained uh, a lot of uh, damage, a lot of wounds. Um, but I don't know how the android is faring either. The whole ship was was rocked.
0: All right.
2: The where is this conversation actually taking place? In the, In hold. the hold. So I'm there. You keep referring to me like I'm not.
1: The You're PAX. not the android. The Pax is on board. Oh, <laughs> the extra android. The <laughs> other android. She got probably tossed around unless she's strapped into some sort of seatbelt. Yeah.
0: Sorry. It's
2: okay. I I, I also vaguely think of her as a female too, despite mm. the fact that I was the one that decided
4: they were genderless. They were genderless.
0: Mm. All right. She looks at her. It's like this a little data pad on her wrist. And she says, "Rothi, you take the bridge. Uh, I don't like bugs. And the dragonkin kind of gives her a, a look like, come on. But then shrugs and looks at you, Sparks, and says, show me where it is. Uh, sure. Right this way. All right, he follows your lead. Okay. Yeah, taking him to the bridge, he sees Kerr and Kreetka. He has a... Like, Amongst his kind of tactical gear, he takes out a, a med patch and says to you, Kerr, head back to the, the hold. I'll take it from here and we've come for med staff.
1: Okay. I'll go.
0: All right.
3: Am I supposed to go too or am I staying?
0: Uh, you head back
3: as well.
1: I'll, I'll catch Kitka's eyes before mm. I go. Give her a nod. If she's conscious. Is she conscious? She's conscious. She okay. seems
0: to be in pain, but mm. she kind of okay. gives you like a thumb up more okay. or less, or the equivalent thereof. Oh, and I'll oh. say to the... Whatever his name
3: was. Uh we don't have much in the way of medical supplies, but uh, there's a med so the beginnings of a med by down in the down in one of the holes if you need it.
0: So support stuff is on the way. Be compliant and we'll figure out what's going on here and this will all be over for you. Sounds great to me.
4: Real quick, do they seem authentic? Like this isn't like a ruse do I can I do like a bluff check?
0: Yeah, there is. Uh, sense motive yeah, sense, maybe. Sense motive would sense be mm-hmm.
4: Seventeen. This all seems authentic. Okay, just making sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Alright, so the Pax comes out of Lycos Nines Quarters and rejoins you all on the hold. They seem like they've taken a little bit of a jostling, seem like they're walking with a bit of a limp, but overall don't have a a great deal of visible external wounds. The human steward goes over to the Pax and assesses their well-being while keeping a, a fair distance. They see the staff in hand and don't want to get too close. From where the hold has been sealed off, a couple of suited stewards come forward one of them is insignialed with the markings of Serenray, hmm. the one of the goddesses of healing, and the other has a toolkit suitable of a, uh, a mechanic. He's also fairly squat in size, but you recognize the profile to not be a Yosoki, mm-hmm. uh, probably halfling or gnome by his stature. Okay. He says over his through his helmet com, "Well, some scrap you got in here." You're telling me, bud says, well, if you could all kind of move over to this side, we want to sort of see what's going on. We'll all get statements from you, and then we'll get you on board our our vessel, get you towed back in, and find out what's going on. Be kind to her. They try to get as clear a picture of what happened as possible from you all. The vessel they've docked over your breach seems to also have support life support Mm -hmm. on it and has restored atmosphere to the vessel within about 20 minutes or so. You're able to of the seals, which is good for some of you as your armor is barely holding enough uh, atmosphere and to, to keep you supported. How forthcoming are you guys to the stewards here? I think
2: my general disposition is, I mean, he tells the truth in as much that we came out here, we're hanging out like we were told to do, and then we were suddenly attacked. The thing came aboard our ship and assaulted us, and we managed to fight it off. I guess unprompted or uh, without the captain doing it, he doesn't necessarily divulge everything that we know in terms of, like, why the guy attacked us or anything about the box.
4: Yeah, I would probably try to, um, similar to Lycos 9, tell mostly the truth and probably try to um, kind of divert it into the general issue that's been occurring with the androids malfunctioning to sort of kind of try to play it off in that direction.
0: Okay. How are you? Um, just putting saying, that together.
4: Just more or less saying, you know, we, you know, were surprised by this attack, which is not untrue. Mm-hmm. Sort of lies by omission. Okay. Mm-hmm. So probably maybe saying some of the things that he said to us about, you know, uh, this vessel being weak. Sort of the general like what occurred, but not necessarily providing a motive.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So after they talked to you, they've they've brought out. Kritka with the Sarenrae priestess, and she's motive, but still clearly wounded. She is able to do some minor uh, mystical tending to your wounds, uh, healing each of you for nine hit points. Uh, you're also able, as you're being questioned, to take a, a short rest and recover stamina at the cost of one resolve, assuming you still have resolve points left. That is one. When the gnome begins to question the packs, and they identify themselves as the packs, the whole tenor changes in the in the chamber. There's a few kind of, you can't hear it, but you can tell they're talking on their suit comms back to the ship from whence they came. And then he says, so before we go any further along with this, I'd like to go ahead and invite you all please to go on to our vessel. We will bring you back to the Adamant Bastion. Uh, Captain Waryheart would like to continue this in- interview himself.
4: That's fine. will the GEP will be treated well, yes?
0: Yes, we're telling it back to the station.
4: Okay. And I'll um Am I able to communicate with Renault without them hearing?
0: You if you like if you put your like helmet back on, you can probably do so, yeah.
4: That would probably look weird. Um Yeah, I, I won't I won't bother. And Renault knows Renault knows how to take care of the ship, so mm-hmm. as long as they don't mm. screw something up.
0: So you head on to their shuttle, which zips you back over to the Adamant Bastion in short order. It's towing via tractor beam the GEP, and so you're just whoop, right on top. Uh, after docking, you're led by an armed escort. They don't really seem to be... They're not like keeping you at gunpoint, but they are weapons ready. Oh, they do also confiscate any weapons that you have. Hmm. Um, they'll, they give you receipts for them for what it's worth. <laughs> are you going to... Try to secret any weapons and not turn them over.
4: I got all the weapons I need right here. <laughs> so do I.
1: Actually, technically, my unarmed attack is pretty good, so I'm not gonna hide any weapons.
2: They can't really confiscate my mode of light, so no.
3: Sparks, you're the one to worry about. All I've got is cheek pouches, and I'm pretty sure they're gonna check those. So <laughs> they're like no, spit good. it out. Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> is that a bomb? <laughs>
4: is that a head? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright, as you board, there is a for a little while. I guess
4: Can you repeat sorry, can sorry, you repeat I, who are we being interviewed by? Captain
0: Captain
2: Waryheart. Okay. I do like extinguish the mote of light for now,
0: so it's just not visibly floating around in the air around me. So as you begin to be escorted, a dwarven woman clad in light armor with a couple of arcane sigils tattooed on her forearms. Anyone who sees those sigils can make a mysticism check.
4: 11.
0: 18. 16.
4: I don't have a
1: trained.
0: Okay, then you can't make a check. Nope.
1: Pretty tattoos.
0: Each of the sigils is half of the sigil of Yaressa, uh, one of the goddesses of uh, wisdom. The dwarf says There seems to be some mystics in your number, spellcasters of various stripes. We'll have to put some dampeners on you while you're on board.
4: Heavy sigh. I understand.
0: If you'd come down here, please. And she pulls out a couple of like amulet sort of necklaces and offer, like holds your arms up to so you can put your ne- like neck through. Right. I put my neck through it. As you do so, she cinches it so it's tight. It's not choking, but it's...
4: It's a choke. More or less a choker. It's more
0: of a choker, yeah. yeah. But it's not choking. Right
4: more fashionable choker. Yeah. Than-
0: <laughs> <laughs> it clamps together to itself and she says, we'll remove it before you depart the vessel. Why, thank you. Um, she does the same to you, like this mm-hmm. nine, uh, which <clears throat> seems to kind of throw off your equilibrium a little bit. You just kind of have this vague sense of vertigo as it's on, as your connection to the co- the greater cosmos is temporarily severed. So you're brought through to an interview room, which isn't like a interrogation cell. It's actually decently comfortably appointed. The chairs aren't something you'd want to sit in all day, but nor are they like metal and designed to make you uncomfortable. The captain comes in. He's a human man, probably in his late 50s by the look of him. He has silver hair save for two patches of crimson on his temples and a bit of a hooked nose and a heavy-set build about him. He's wearing the ship uniform of a stu- of captain of the stewards. Or so you assume this is your first meeting, most likely, with one of his rank. But he's not armored, like for hand-to-hand combat or anything like that. It's ship combat. If he's in battle, it's usually via screens and orders. Uh, He does, however, have a fairly elaborate-looking pistol on one hip. And you can see the hilt of a plasma saber on the other.
4: So we should mess with this guy, is what you're saying.
0: Totally. (laughs) (laughs) He takes a seat opposite the lot of you and says, I'm Captain Gaien Waryheart of the Stewards. We are currently stationed to assist Absalom Station in orbit should issues in combat break out amongst the Armada. Uh, it is for this reason that we have apprehended you. Preliminary scans and after-action reports are showing that you were fired upon initially by the rogue and reported stolen vessel, the Skippy Ramlet. Now, you told my Stewards that the attack had something to do with the ongoing and somewhat epidemic, it seemed, situations of android violence on board Absalom Station. Is this correct?
4: Well, first and foremost, I want to thank you for assisting us in sealing off the gap and maintaining, uh, sh- making sure that we were able to make it off safely. Um, second, yes, um, this is the only thing that really I, I could tie it to. I mean, with an android who seemingly was rogue, And attacking us without provocation.
0: I've also been informed that one of your number is uh, goes by the name the Pax and he nods to the Pax who's there with you. The Pax nods back and says I do have that distinction Captain. Well it is an honor to meet you. I've heard of you and the position you hold amongst the androids of Absalom station. It is not the steward's wish to provoke a larger incident, so I wanted to handle this personally. I have my medical technicians going over the corpse of the assailant, as you described them. That is not an ordinary android.
4: Well, I think that's fair to say. We did see him oozing titanium. Is there more?
0: The mystics are still pouring over it, but there is a fair amount of physiological metamorphosis as he says this he's looking at a like a data pad on his wrist the full scope of it is not yet revealed to us but anything you can say to point us in the correct direction on this would be helpful
4: do i know of anything that i could like it would it like knowing about the thing he shoved at his chest and stuff like that is that the kind of things that they're fishing for
0: it seems like they make a sense motive check okay. i suppose
4: Eighteen.
0: All right. It seems that with tensions as high as they are on station and you've kind of been bouncing around a little bit, but you're getting the picture that people are lashing out against androids. And so sort of there's like the Android violence, then counter violence and then like counter counter violence. Like the, some parts of Absalom station are like on the boiling point. And he seems to be sort of grasping for some He's grasping for the fact that you have an answer that he can kind of pull forward and say, hey, the problem is solved, is what he's what he's looking for. Or clues that would point him in the re- direction to have a, a resolution for it.
4: Okay. Do I have those answers for him? You tell me. <laughs> I'm trying got- to remember what we yeah. know. Because he was after the box, and the box is mm-hmm. what started
1: it all, and he got it, and now it's... Well, he's destroyed. I don't know if the box is destroyed. But the box is still... But it's now at least in uh, the authorities' hands. I don't know if that would consider it to be so resolved or not, though.
0: You remember he ripped out a, a shard of which He ripped something out of the box that you have discovered to be a shard of blackened bone. Uh, and shoved That's that right. shard of blackened bone into his own midsection. Uh, we, I think Sparks currently has the... Yeah, we took it back out and then that I think on his I it. Yeah. So um. the shell of the box is in your hold still. Probably now in the hands of... The steward's text.
1: If they ask us how we got it, what do we say? <laughs> we
0: well, don't
2: really have that luxury. We can't figure that out now.
4: <gasps> Except that I can talk to you telepathically. <laughs> can
2: you can't, though? Yeah, they
0: just put a oh, thing on shoot. you.
2: shoot.
4: Does that can't, block that you? Doesn't,
0: telepathy. That doesn't affect your telepathy. Oh, that's a racial ability. Right. right. But it would they stand might... to reason they may have some means of telepathic monitoring. Mm.
4: Right. Okay. So I would be smart enough to know not to talk to them telepathically. Yeah, probably.
0: Is he looking at me currently? <laughs> he's sort of assessing the group. He's just talking like, yeah. to the captain right now, so that seems to be who he's focusing on. Okay. The pack seems kind of content to not pull to the forefront here. Okay.
4: I know. It's hard to decide. Do we divulge? Do yeah. we not divulge? I'll,
3: I'll kind of look around and see if I can catch anybody's eye and kind of just... Mm.
4: So I'll look towards Sparks and I'm leaving it to his discretion with my little... Uh. Okay. <laughs>
3: Uh, all right. So sparks will take like a half step forward and just, uh, look, I'm way out of my depth on this. I'm, I'm a mechanic, man. I don't know anything about this sort of thing, but, uh, maybe this will help. And I just kind of like pull the like bone thing out, but it like, I'm imagining like a greasy rag kind of like wrapped around it. Like, I don't want to touch it. <laughs> like okay. there's, I think this is what he was after. He, I mean, it was kind of intense. He shoved it in his chest and horns popped out. I don't know. some weird shit going on, but, uh, you might know more about this than I do.
0: He puts on a, a thick pair of gloves and picks it up. Check in Mystic to interview room three, please. And then sets it on the, the desk next to him. When we return to Absalom, the packs will be put in protective custody under the protection of Absec. There was a hold placed on your vessel prior to its current instatement in the Armada. Uh, It's going to be turned over to Absec, as are the lot of you. Uh, Investigation is going on, and while to me you seem to be the victims in this, there is still much to be determined.
4: How long do you anticipate this will take?
0: Once you're in Absec's hands, you're out of mine. I'm sorry, Ms. Dimash.
4: I understand, but this obviously cuts into our business. I mean, the damage has been done, but it is what it is. He said that the packs would be turned over to who, exactly? Protective custody?
1: Oh, protective custody. Through them or through
5: the ABSEC?
1: Through ABSEC? Mm hmm. Okay. When he says that, I'll glance at her to see if she, uh, I'll glance at them to see if they react.
0: The pack says Captain Waryheart, I would feel more comfortable in the hands of you and your stewards. Perhaps I can remain on board this vessel instead. It is adequately armed and dangerously armored. Given the diplomatic situation, I think that allowance can be made. I'll have to confer with my counterparts within station security, but I feel confident that arrangement can be made. For your companions, however, honorable Pax, I have no such sway. (laughs) The Pax nods and says, I understand, Captain. Thank you for your consideration. And kind of looks at you all apologetically Mm. somewhat. I just kind of nod, understanding. Alright, so you arrive back on Absalom. Uh, you're taken into custody by the Ab- uh, absec security forces.
4: Have we regained our weapons and removed said amulet?
0: The weapons are still taken away from you, and the the blockers are still in place. Okay. It seems like you're going to probably be spending a little time in the <laughs> slammer. <laughs> okay. So, you go through processing. It takes a couple hours, and... Unfortunately, if you spend the night in um, an Absalom jail cell.
4: Do any of us have any prior Absalom jail experience?
0: That's an excellent question. Why don't you tell me?
4: I don't because I was a unassuming accountant up until now. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm curious if any of my comrades have had any experience in said jail.
2: No. Most of my training with Severo took place off station. Uh, when I was here, I would did not engage in any behaviors that would have drawn up drawn Absec's attention.
4: Would any of his previous iterations, because I assume with, like, fingerprints and stuff like that, it would probably bring up, like, Lycos 5 and 4 and...
3: You wouldn't be privy to that information.
4: Okay.
3: It'll be a surprise to me, too. Okay. Sparks? I don't think Sparks has spent any time in jail. Absec might have, like, a file on him for, like, purchasing, like, reactants or reagents and, like, materials and stuff that might be, like, hazardous for projects that he's worked on but i don't think they've like
2: so your search history is a question
3: yeah maybe
1: (laughs) you're on a watch list yeah
3: right well i think he's like he's bought stuff that's like hazardous like controlled materials before like for machines he's built or worked on or something Mm -hmm. like that but i don't think he's like been arrested for any
0: of it you know what i mean what about kerr
1: i doubt she'd spent any time in jail whether or not she deserved to be there is
0: (laughs) okay so you're given individual cells, but the cells are relatively close to one another uh, in kind of two-by-two two pairs. So, Noemi, you're next to Sparks, and Kerr and Lycos are near one another. Uh, you can speak, but not reach each other. There okay. are physical bars, and you know that there are also force fields in place. Uh, Sparks, you can kind of pick up the the mechanical hum of them on your sensors. Okay. So, you can rest for the night, and if any RP you want to do, we can run through. Okay. A guard is present in the room. It's actually, sorry, in in the hallway outside the cells, there is an absec security robot, much like the one you fled from mm-hmm. a day and a half ago. Or no, like less than a day ago at this point. Mm. Um, That's been a hell of a day. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. I was going to say, generally throughout the process, Noemi seems a bit... Um, like impatient, and she does like continually ask like when like how long will we be here? And like, you know, if we're just being questioned, do we real is this really necessary and and sort of just trying to get the heck out of here? I want to talk to your supervisor. Yeah, right. <laughs> do you know who I am? No <laughs> handing them all cards no
3: <laughs> are we under any like obvious surveillance in the cells? Is there like a video camera or something like this? Yes.
0: okay. And there's a, there's a, a robot, security robot just in a, the hallway. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: And I'm assuming other people in the cells around us.
0: Yes. There are a couple other people just nearby, but each person has their own cell in this case. You're not okay. really like in the drunk tank, you're kind of in like a, a personal holding okay. cell.
1: I'll probably just rest in my cell, do push ups or something. Like there's nothing to do, so I'm just gonna hang out.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lycos like, is probably switching between general resting and like meditation.
4: I'm trying to see how far I can count the digits up for pi.
0: Okay. <laughs> so you get your hit point back from resting.
4: One
1: whole hit point. Mm-hmm. Woo. Can I mark the exits and look for any like air
4: vents, any like that?
0: There aren't any. Inv- <laughs> there aren't any air vents that would fit you, Kerr. Aww. <laughs> but what about are...
4: Sparks? <laughs> you're nowhere near. Well, you're not really near Sparks, right? I just
1: I like to mark the exits and do security sweeps.
0: Mm. I like to
1: know my environment.
0: There are two potential exits. Not counting any doors that could be demoed, or any walls that could be demoed out.
1: (laughs) Which I also make note of. Mm. Where are the support walls? Where are columns and anything like that? I just want to know.
0: All right, so fairly early the next morning, you're all brought via armed officers to a kind of proper interrogation room. And...
4: Like are all our belongings taken? Like our comm units and everything. Yes. Essentially, okay. Mm-hmm.
0: You're left your clothes, uh, although they disarmor you. Right. Uh, the heavy armor comes with like a like an underweave, like a kind of just like part jumpsuit, part yeah. like cushion.
3: It's like a base layer kind and, of thing. And what has
4: happened yeah. to Kritka? Uh,
0: you're not sure.
4: Oh, okay. That can be
1: part of your questioning. What
4: yeah. about my crew? Where's my first mate? <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, she didn't necessarily have a hold on her though, because uh, you guys, she wasn't there when you were questioned by Abstec right. at the previous attempted murder scene.
4: Mm. Correct. Oh, that's right, because she was taken away by the medics. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so that's where she is, as far as we
0: know. So in walks a fairly heavy set, not heavy set. Um, a Lots fairly, of heavy set people today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, are we being interrogated together or by ourselves? you are all in there together. Okay, it's a well-built, uh, tall, probably about. Six and a half feet tall. Verthani, uh, know, male by the look of him. Hmm?
4: Do I know what that is?
0: No, let me make a cultures check, please. All
4: right. Cultures or life science?
0: Uh, I'll take it either.
4: Okay, so is he a rare creature? No. Okay, so 11.
0: 11? Okay. So you recognize the Verthani. They are humanoids from within the Pact Worlds. They're actually one of the first to get spaceflight amongst the Pact World races. Hmm. Uh, I actually misquoted you on his height. He's actually about eight feet tall. Hmm. Uh, and fairly mm-hmm. Give well or take a foot, mm-hmm. and fairly well built for Everthani, which tend to be somewhat lithe. Uh, he's also very heavily augmented. You can see there's a lot of post uh, add-ons to him. Effectively, he's got a one arm that's fully cybernetic. He has part of like half his face replaced with cybernetics as well. Um, his one natural eye is a little bit bulbous and jet black. Like there's no. Pupil or anything. It's just a pure hemisphere of, of darkness. Uh, where the other one has actually like a trio of some like slightly glowing lenses, uh, which you can make a pretty fair assumption on Sparks that he has a, a much wider range of visual spectrum through those augmentics. Okay. He says, My name is Lieutenant. I'm oh, sorry. I've been doing a lot of deep voices. Let me mix it up a little bit.
1: My name is Lieutenant. That's you? <laughs> crazy. Deep voice kind My of makes sense. Name
4: yeah. is Go Texan. <laughs> English.
0: No, have we ever had... me? No, hello. <laughs> hello. Hello, governor.
1: We apologize. Right. Scottish.
0: I'm a Lieutenant... New Zealander. May I? Okay.
1: Australian.
0: <laughs> you at least a one to merit. <laughs> I'm Lieutenant Drix Marr of Absec, and I've got a few questions for you all.
4: Of course. We're, we're here to help.
3: Yeah, fire away. Not literally, please.
0: Are you, he stays standing while you're all handcuffed to the desk collectively. Oh, shit. All right. Oh, so we are in restraints. Yes. Cool. Does he know who we
4: are or should we introduce ourselves?
3: I imagine he's got a file like a foot thick on all right, the
4: Right. I was going to yeah. say, does he come in with like, yeah, like an obvious.
0: He doesn't. Okay. Um, but <laughs> he says, may I ask where you were uh, two days ago? Can you account for your whereabouts?
4: Oh gosh, I can't even remember two days ago.
0: It's been an intense couple of days. So two days ago, you were (laughs) in the ring in a burned out apartment complex finding a mutilated and hooked up body of one S. Mathis.
1: Is that when we ran away from the cops? It
0: is. Hold up. Was that the same day that I retrieved the packs? That was the day after. Was
1: it the day that we got shot in in the hangar bay?
0: That was the day after that. I
1: need a timeline.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was gonna say so that, but that same day that we ran away from the cops, we also um, found. Um,
0: oh no! So that would have been yesterday then. Okay, can you? Right?
4: Are we retconning? We're then? gonna
0: retcon. We're all a little confused in the timeline
2: yeah. of our day. It's actually, been
0: actually yesterday. Just... Yesterday was like a forty-hour day. Like I kept <laughs> push I kept squishing things. Right. As I was realizing editing. I'm like, it's a very. It's a twenty-four. It's like episode twenty-four. Um,
4: (laughs) that's fine so I mean I'm fine with it being two days ago or yesterday or whatever
0: can you account for your whereabouts early yesterday this would have been pre-noon station time
4: oh gosh I mean yesterday was such a harrowing day
0: and why is that Ms. Domash?
4: well obviously we were attacked by an android and my ship was destroyed and my first mate was, was brutally injured and uh also I mean,
2: recently, we had our ship shot at in the hangar. Um, I also had to retrieve the packs from a look like a killing field of androids. So, yes, it's been busy and kind of crazy.
0: It seems like there's been an awful lot of violence around Absalom Station, centered on you and your associates. I wouldn't
3: say that. I mean, from what we understand or from what we've heard, the whole station's kind of in a
0: you know an uproar.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure if you pick any random citizen, there's probably been a lot of violence around
0: them lately. Hmm. But let's say about ten thirty, eleven 11 station local. Can you account for your whereabouts then?
4: I don't know. We were probably... I know I spend a lot of time in the office, you know, hoping for phone calls, checking messages and whatnot. I can't recall anything that jumps out at me. I mean, it's kind of like asking, what did you have for breakfast? And, you know, it's not... If it's boring, you just don't remember, you know?
0: I know how it goes. That's why I got these installed. And he taps the augmentics on the side of his head. Just visual playback whenever I need it. There was a uh, Black
2: Mirror episode about that.
0: Yes, there was. Do you have anyone who could verify your, your being at your office yesterday? Perhaps a, a door log or a local AI?
4: Not that I don't know of. I mean, we, we, we all spent some time together, so we can account for each other's whereabouts.
0: Unfortunately, that's not exactly helpful in our situation.
4: I understand.
0: You wouldn't have possibly been in the, the ring in uh, Sector 86, perhaps I mean, in a apartment building?
4: Well, I don't think we were in an apartment building. I mean, maybe towards the later part of the afternoon, I know we went to lunch. We could have been in the ring.
0: This isn't exactly the place known for its cuisine, Ms. Domash. <laughs> food trucks.
4: <laughs> well, I know we went to a food truck in the evening.
0: It says, they, are, they do tend to be delicious, but I'm more referring to uh, something you may have done to perhaps work up that appetite. In or around the residence of one S. Mathis.
4: So he, I, I, I'll do a sense it but he obviously knows the answer to his questions, yes. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Yeah, a uh, 21.
0: They certainly seem fairly leading in this regard, <laughs> yes.
4: <laughs> now I'm trying to remember, do I remember what S. Mathis, because he was actually like a drug dealer, right?
0: You're not particular on the nature of his occupation, but it certainly seemed to be illicit based on the conversation you had with the people on the stoop. I'm
4: trying to think of how I could... Speak. In this mm-hmm. like maybe it was part of a job we did mm-hmm. so i'll say well it seems to me uh lieutenant mar I, it's drex space mar mm-hmm. okay it seems to me lieutenant mar that you you know our whereabouts um obviously in our line of work there is a level of discretion so you'll forgive me for perhaps not telling you the whole truth right away um we were he at- cuts
0: you off and says Ms. Damash, I'm just trying to be very thorough here because it seems to me that it's unlikely that the group that does match somewhat closely to your description that evaded an officer on that morning was also the same group that serendipitously happened to arrive at the dwelling of Officer Duvas and through their selfless actions stayed on site while calling authorities ...to save that woman's life.
4: I'm sure that does seem rather strange. Um, to nigh me, impossible.
0: <laughs> to me it seems very incongruous that a group of people who would be implicated in the arcane murder of S. Mathis... ...would also be the same people to draw attention to themselves. It just doesn't seem like those would be the same two groups of individuals.
4: Well, I think <laughs> you're right, and they must not be the same groups of individuals... <laughs> she's hoping that he's trying to, like,
5: get, us to
4: come get us well, no, I, I, she's hoping that what he's trying to get at is, like, <laughs> we think you may have done this possibly bad thing, but you did this other really good thing, so <laughs> maybe we can, maybe we can, like, overlook that running away from the cops thing, because you saved a cop. He's also implicating that we were the ones who, like, murdered the guy, right not on, stumbled yeah. into
1: his apartment and found him that way. Well, we
4: kind of didn't. Not help his further death thing. Well. So what,
0: I'm, so what I'm really hoping here is that the conversation we've had so far has jogged your memory. And a lot of you can account in some way for your whereabouts on yesterday morning. He's telling us to lie. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, I, I think that, you know, we've obviously told you uh, that we were at the office, right?
0: And again, Ms. Domash, is there anything we can have to... To verify this with.
4: Do I know if I could falsify door logs?
0: Or do I know that? (laughs) You actually make a computer check. I suppose both of you can make computer checks.
3: Yeah, we're both
0: pretty good at that. Yep. Total of 27. 20. All right, between the two of you, you're... Or sorry, individually, you're both fairly confident you could falsify them. What kind of scrutiny they would hold up to would kind of remain to to be seen. But you're confident you can at least do it. Okay. okay,
4: so I'll respond like, well, I think if you look at our door logs, if we could provide those to you, um, you know, in a in a reasonable amount of time, you know, it, it takes a bit to to get them downloaded. Um, we could provide those and, and show you that w- you know we were each at the office.
0: That would be acceptable, Mister lycos Nine. You look like you had something you needed to say. Mm-hmm. Tom wanted to ask John. Yeah, please first.
2: Um, how confident would I would Lykos be? That if he were to essentially say, like, I've been spending a lot of my time with the pack since having saved her from her I don't know, Citadel, whatever we'd call it, um, that she would just kind of like essentially back up, yeah, he was with me.
0: Uh make a sense motive check, I guess. That would be appropriate.
2: Right, as good as I'm gonna get hey. twenty.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're pretty confident the packs would back you up on
2: that. So yeah, I just kind of uh lean forward. While I can't account hey, for specifics we- I can't account for the specifics of my schedule as of late since as I described previously, I've been kind of all over the place with the current chaos surrounding my people. I have been primarily with the packs as I had to save them from their own guards being infected by whatever has been going on and scurrying her to safety amidst other instances of androids attacking us on our ship.
0: They can account for my whereabouts during a
2: given period of time.
0: Excellent. So we'll make contact with the packs who is still under the steward's care and get to the bottom of this. Thank you for your cooperation, everyone.
4: Thank you, Lieutenant Marr.
0: And he leaves the cell. You're all brought back to the same holding cells you were in. It takes about another uh, eight hours or so.
4: Are we able to get a long rest in during that time?
0: Uh, no, because you just came from a long rest, okay. basically. Mm-hmm. Just uh, a second. We're down hit points, John. I we know, need everyone I know, we can I know, get. I know.
4: <laughs> I'm really bored. I just, I just sleep a lot. I'm depressed.
0: <laughs> so he comes back and says, as he's letting you out of your cells... The Pax was able to vouch for your whereabouts uh, with her for most of the allotted time. I will still need to see those door logs.
4: Of course. Um, may I ask, do you know uh, how my first mate is doing or where she was taken? Uh, Kritka is her name. The stewards uh, took care of her.
0: Kritka's been transferred to St. Avereth's.
4: I love that the hospital is still named after a saint. <laughs> well,
0: it's run by the Church of Serenray, so... Mm-hmm. Still yeah. Funny to me. Yeah. D D still
2: uses a lot of that. Like one of the D D gods is Saint Cuthbert. Mm. Love it. What did that give you for that church
4: name? Saint Avariths. Well, I assumed it was a hospital, not a church, but
0: yeah, it's a little of both actually. One it's same, a church yeah. piddle.
4: Church mm. piddle. <laughs> a lot Hospers. better
0: than Hospers. Yeah. Hospers. <laughs> So, make a computers check for me to falsify those door logs.
3: Do a good. Better be a good one. That's ah, not bad. Twenty seven.
4: And I'll assist. With a 29.
0: Okay. You're able to get some fairly convincing door logs. Hey, Under all but the most extreme scrutiny, these should hold up. So you send those over to the captain who responds. The uh, lieutenant? Lieutenant, sorry. You send those <laughs> over to the lieutenant who responds very positively <laughs> to those. To <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, because he did such a good job interrogating us. So is the lieutenant convinced?
0: Uh, Yeah, he thanks you for sending them those over. And he'll send that to evidentiary techs and they'll take a look at it.
2: So we're released then, right?
0: Yes. He says your, uh, your your equipment was given to you as you were let out, and you were taken out of the inhibitors. What do you guys do now that you're... Well, I want to check free? on
4: Creekka not going to lie.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: So not everybody has to come with me if they don't want to. I'm going. Yeah, we should. <laughs> yeah, I'm going. But I want to make sure she's okay. All right. We don't, if, if it's not story driving, we don't necessarily have to RP it. I just want to check on her. <laughs> we should check on Renault, too. Make sure he didn't get Can in. I don't know. Like, mm?
5: well, I oh, guess
1: after. Yeah. I was going to say we should probably ask where our ship is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got impounded, so I'm not sure if we're going to be allowed to go on board. Yeah, how
3: do we transfer rent? How does that work?
4: Oh, weren't we going to build him a body?
0: We had talked about it a little bit. So the ship's still in Absec impound. It's being transferred out, but that's probably going to take a few days from the sound of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also still is not space worthy right now mm-hmm. with the. Big asshole on the side of it. Makes sense. Uh, The Skippy Ramlet's also been impounded, so there's no, like, salvage there for you, unfortunately. Sorry.
4: You'll make it up to us somehow.
0: And, okay, so you make it to St. Abareth's, and Kritka's doing okay. She seems like she's recovering from her wounds, which were fairly severe, but she has high spirits. I (laughs) know. So you come in, and she seems to be... She's lying on her back in a vessel of like a bed that seems to be built for Kacharika. Like mm-hmm. for once, she doesn't seem to be kind of comically out of place in the, <laughs> the larger kind of section of Absalom station Would uh, I know- between her hands. Oh, Go ahead. She has a large spool of uh, silk and appears to be using her fairly dexterous digits to um, begin weaving it into something. As you come in, one of her other arms sort of gives you a wave and then she kind of like winces a little bit and mm-hmm. says, uh, I gotta remember not to do that.
4: Hey, Captain. Um, would I know if there was anything to bring, like for her species, like oh, make a cultures hospital? check? Okay, I was gonna ask that too. Uh-oh. Sixteen. You can also make
0: a cultures check. Twelve.
4: Because it's like I know it sounds weird, but it's like I know like Japanese people like you don't bring um, like potted plants because it yeah, means you're it setting down roots. roots. Yeah, yeah, mm. and you don't. I don't think you, you don't bring white because that's like a funeral flower. Mm. Um. So yeah. So I just wanted to see if there's anything culturally right or wrong to bring
1: gonna bring her like either a snack or a bad romance novel
3: Like a giant fly
4: a balloon no
3: we already know what she likes guys sparks tries to find one of those fireman calendars that like, was my third <laughs> choice fireman poster
1: get one of those make sexy, a computers check okay sexy posters
3: ooh that's pretty good that's uh 32
0: a quick search on Absazam. uh <laughs> <laughs>
3: one of us one of us
0: And you. (laughs) Oh,
3: Oh, that's great.
0: And you managed to find, like, a sexy Kacharika EMT, which you feel like she'd be very. is very on brand right now.
3: If my search history wasn't in
0: question before. (laughs) (laughs) So, regarding your cultures, Jack, something to brighten up the area, like, literally, some sort of, like, luminator would be culturally appropriate. And then, upon her successful convalescing and kind of getting out there. Typically it sounds like live game is kind of the appropriate gift. Hmm.
4: Okay, so for now I will bring her yeah, like a glowing orb of some sort. Mm-hmm. Um, it glows um blue because reasons. Oh,
0: <laughs> Captain, that's so sweet. Thank you. And she like it sort of hovers next to her nightstand.
4: Just a little something to brighten the place up. I know it's you don't want to make it feel like home, but till you're till you feel better and then We'll go out for something special.
0: Can't wait, she says. Speaking of something special, <laughs> sparks yowza!
3: It's the little things, right?
0: She says, "This is not a little thing," and she kind of. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah, okay, that, well, uh, enjoy.
4: <laughs> and I, I expressed to her. You know, I understand if you if you want to um, give up this this life of danger. I know that. You know, we put you in, in some, some dire straits.
0: She actually seems like a little aghast at this. And she's like, Captain, if, I mean, I'm so sorry. I was, I wasn't ready, but I, I wasn't ready for that impact, but I, this will not happen again. I, I assure you.
4: I don't doubt your resolve. I just know that we put you in danger and I just didn't know if that was the life you were looking for.
0: No, Captain, I'm, I'm ready for the big time. Like you, this was on me. I should have been prepared for that kind of impact.
4: All right, well, you just focus on getting better.
0: Don't take off without me, please, Captain.
4: Absolutely not. Not if we can help it. I will absolutely be in touch with you. Good.
0: Okay. A robot comes by and says, excuse me, visiting hours are ending soon. And then proceeds on the hall.
4: All right, we say our goodbyes and probably head out.
0: As you're leaving the hospital, uh, which is also like a minor temporal to Sarah and Ray Kerr, you get a little ping on your calm. Uh, it seems a package has arrived at your dwelling.
1: It seems a package
4: has arrived. I have not ordered anything. That seems strange. Well, we, should we all head over together to make sure that this is legitimate?
3: Does it have a shipping like log too? Yeah, Does it have I like a sender? It came from like Virginia and yeah. then it was in Ohio. It went to New Hampshire for some reason and then came back.
4: <laughs> went down to Texas. Yeah. I've seriously had packages do that. Uh-huh. I'm like, where are you going?
0: Yeah. <laughs> It came in on an off-system freighter. Uh, The actually, let me.
1: Does that mean care package?
0: Um. The point of origin is the Viscarium. Ooh.
1: Hmm. Huh. Home cooking. All right. I'm going to head back to my dwelling. Then it seems someone from my home planet has sent me something. You're welcome to join me if you wish.
4: Well, since strange things have been happening around us, I think it would be fair to say that I'm I will definitely join you. I don't I won't require the rest of you.
3: We should probably stick together.
4: Lycos? Nine? I'll
3: go along. Plus I get to see how Kerr lives.
4: She lives large.
3: (laughs) She's like nine feet tall, so like yeah. yeah. (laughs) Seven. Seven? Oh well.
4: Well from you for you it probably feels like nine. Like seven nine feet
3: here or there. It's not (laughs)
5: really out on the perspective,
4: you know.
0: (laughs) Ker you get back to your dwelling. What does your place look like? secure. Okay. So do you have like a little individual unit or are you part of a larger like apartment building?
1: Are there individual units? I I think Absec would be pretty not Absec. I think the station would be pretty pressed for space.
0: There can be. Yeah. I mean, you could have It sort of depends kind of like here in the real world. If you want something that's sort of a little more private, you kind of have to get worse or further away from stuff. So, you can go down the spike a bit. And get a little decrepit or kind of be way on the, like the edge of the ring, kind of away from the arms, away from the eye. Um, If you wanted something that's a little bit more your own.
1: I'll probably be part of a complex. Okay. So in the complex, I'm uh, hopefully on the end of a row.
0: Gotcha. Gated complex, of course. Mm -hmm. It's got like a log to get in.
1: They allowed me to do my own security upgrades.
0: Ooh, all right. So there's just
3: one unit on the corner that's like razor wire and like bars <laughs> on the windows.
0: So you've got a reinforced door and the package has been put through a, essentially like a mail airlock, more or less.
1: <laughs> what kind of checks can I do while it's in the airlock?
0: You can open up the outside of it uh, with your login. Uh, the shipping company had their, their logs to kind of get there, get it there in the first place. Okay. So you can open it from the outside or you can go in and open it from the inside, but if either door is oh, open, the other sorry. door can't open.
1: Okay. So I'll open the outside door and uh, examine the package.
0: Okay. It looks like it's about eighteen by eighteen by eighteen cubic. It's
1: feet? Inches?
0: Inches. inches. <laughs> it's
1: twenty <laughs> feet
0: tall. <I> don't <laughs> know. You got a shipping Centimeters?
1: container. Centimeters? Why do you gonna, like <laughs> pick a unit, label it? You feel like label
5: it.
1: <laughs> Show your work, kids.
0: <laughs> eighteen inches cubic. It's made of a durable but lightweight material um, that's only inexpensive because it doesn't have, a, doesn't have a great lifespan. So in about probably another week or so, it's going to be trash. But in the meantime, it's going to keep your package safe while traveling.
1: Any obvious signs on the outside of any tampering, anything like that?
0: No, not clearly. There's plenty of shipping stickers on it. Uh, although you recognize in the Vesk script that it's from your aunt, Kiana.
1: Does it have a manifest?
0: No.
5: I will
1: open it.
0: Okay. Do you do so in the hallway, or do you go to your apartment? Oh
1: yes, I'm gonna go inside. Okay. I will invite my comrades in.
0: Okay. So what does the interior look like? Secure. <laughs> <laughs> There's bars on doors inside. <laughs> so There's what is a
4: lock on her fridge? Yeah.
0: <laughs> so what does the secure apartment look like from the inside?
4: It's
1: it's pretty bare. It's got pretty open spaces, but it's also. Um, like weapons are mounted up on the walls and things like that. I've also got bookshelves and and basic furniture as well. But it's clearly they're a just soldier's full of home. sandbags. <laughs> like,
3: you've got gun emplacements at the end of the hallway.
1: They're decorative mostly. <laughs> There's also some hidden that you can't see. Mm-hmm,
3: claymores on the ceiling and stuff.
1: <laughs> Thing like pieces of furniture that can be either easily moved but are sturdy enough to take cover or fire if need be. Okay,
3: <laughs> wow. Sierra's
1: way more paranoid Jesus. than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> She's a prepper. Be prepared. <laughs> Yeah, lots of canned foods. Yeah, <laughs> so I set the package down on my sturdy table, and open it.
0: All right. So looking at as you open it up, inside you see what look, appear to be a f- pair of like partial gauntlets and vambraces, uh, along with a couple of roughly cylindrical clamps, uh, more like the kind of thing you'd see like to wrap around a a pole or a cable. Um, they're about the size of your fist. More or less, each of them. So fairly fairly large. All of the stuff is made of a like sage green, kind of tactical, kind of semi-camouflaged color, like ceramic. And on it, you can see a place to charge or insert batteries on them. Uh, there is a, a little, little visual instruction along with it and a handwritten note. What's the note say? The note says, Kerr. Thinking of you and wishing you all the best in the packed Worlds. Some of us are worried about how you're faring amongst those honorless dogs, but I know you're doing just fine. This is a bit of a new development, and I wanted to make sure you had a chance to enjoy it. I'm sure it's going to take years for them to develop something so useful out there. Instructions are enclosed. Thinking of you. Bring honor to yourself and ruin to your enemies. Aunt Kiana. Uh, Aunt Kiana, you remember fondly, was very kind to her friends and terrible to her foes. Um, Sometimes even her perceived foes. Uh, She had very striking uh, red markings throughout her body, with two white arrowhead-shaped markings on her neck. The instructions show you how to properly uh, mount the vambruses, which would be able to fit over your armor. Uh, And the two clamps would attach to your doshko. So,
1: van braces that have.
0: So, think of kind of like, were they not made of combat ready ceramic? Uh, fingerless, like, elbow length gloves, but they actually mount over your armor. So, they mount on your hand and uh, the back of your hand and a little bit over your palm, but leave your fingers free. And they mount along your entire forearm. And <clears throat> their matched pairs look like they attach to just below the head and just on the butt of your doshka.
1: So, they they. Secure the dash code to my arms, basically.
0: No, you don't actually have to grip the clamps.
1: What are the clamps for again?
0: Uh, the instructions aren't particularly clear, although because it's all—it's kind of like an IKEA thing. It's all pictures, mm-hmm. but it shows once they've been secured, a like the person swinging them. It also cautions, please have the an, a clear area to swing prior to testing.
1: I'm gonna go outside.
0: You actually have more room in your apartment than in the hallway. I'm going to stay inside. <laughs> Maybe just tell your friends to back up. <laughs>
3: yeah, I'm going to clear the hell out of there. Yeah.
1: So it's just the... It's the braces for the... Not braces. Van braces. It's the van braces and then clamps?
0: Yes, the clamps. You can see where they would mount to your Doshko.
1: I will mount them to my Doshko. All right. And then I will back up, make sure I've got plenty of room in front of me. And it, <sighs> And if damage would go outward in any kind of way, it would be minimal. Warn that I will warn my crewmates to take a step back, and then I'll take a test swing.
0: All right. Uh, as you do, you subtly shift your grip, as it was ex- explained to you in the instructions. You see a soft yellow light kind of spill from within a gap in the gauntlet. Uh, it matches with a light on the clamps. And as it does so, a subtle gravity field shifts the weight and balance of your Doshko, Uh, giving it a lot more nibbleness and lightness to it, basically counteracting the unwieldy nature of your analog Doshko. So mechanically, five times per day, and has to be recharged overnight. And what it allows you to do is get rid of the unwieldy quality for your Doshko, which prevents you from making attacks of opportunity with it or full attack action.
1: Mechanically, okay, so realistically, what does that mean?
0: So normally with your Doshko, you can't make an attack of opportunity because it's too clumsy a weapon. Okay. But with this, it's able you're able to overcome that with the add-on you have here.
4: And how long does it last, each, each use?
0: One, one use of it. So okay. you can make one attack of opportunity, or if you want to make a full attack action, which you normally can't with the Doshko, you can with this upgrade.
5: Nice. Cool.
0: Uh, it can be removed and applied to any analog Doshko. Or any even... Any Doshko. Any Doshko, yeah.
1: Sweet. I'm going to go through a few routines.
0: All right. You're able to. Your enthusiasm quickly outweighs the battery power on it. And after a handful of swings, it has exhausted itself. But it has a very compatible charging cable, so it doesn't look like that's going to be a problem.
1: I'll plug it in to to charge it.
0: Anything else you guys are doing?
3: I don't think so.
4: No, I checked on Kritka. I'll check to see if there's. Because from my comm, I'll see if there's any uh, messages left on our business phone. (laughs)
2: I'll go see if we can check in on the status of our ship, especially if we can potentially converse with Renault, and or, since we're not sure what's going to be going on with the the get going forward, if we can transfer him into a container or something that we can... So, in character, you're still keeping the get
0: for the time being.
4: Okay.
2: Yeah, Yeah,
0: but it's impounded, so in that particular moment, we don't know what's going on. Right.
4: And Renault might get lonely.
0: So you're unable to access the ship right now. It's still in impound. It's got to get clear through a few rounds of paperwork to get free to you. We'll return it to a docking bay for you when it becomes mm-hmm. clear. There's um, also still a bit of kind of crime scene investigation going on within. So I kind of uh, make
2: the point of um, we have a best described as an AI aboard the ship. Is there anything, any way we could retrieve that? I'll, I'll pass it up the ladder and look into it for you. Thank you. I appreciate that.
4: All right, so after Kerr uh, demonstrates her uh, Dashko skills, um, I'll let everyone know we've had a rough day, rough couple days. So why don't we all just, everybody, you know, take a week off. We The ships are in impound. There's nowhere we can go, nothing we can do. I just, let's, let's take some time. Sounds
1: good, Captain.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm good with that.
0: Because I'm still so kind of, limping around everywhere all right so as you all go your separate ways or at least to rest for the evening uh, we will end for tonight so thank you all for listening to this episode of the Die by the Dice podcast it's good to be back on the Starfinder story but we had a little bit of bookkeeping to get through today so thank you for joining us for that I want to give a couple special shout outs to a people who have contacted us saying they had a good time with the show at Kuchera Kiana sent us a very nice email um and was responsible as a result for Kerr's little special add-on there.
1: I got a shout-out. Yay!
0: Uh, also, at BlizzardMain on Twitter, sent us a very nice tweet. So thank you both for finding us. And if you could please help spread the word to your friends, you're having a great time, so let them do as well. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, as addition to following those excellent people. You can follow us, at DieByTheDice. Or if you have something in longer form, like... Kiana, you can email us, diebythedice at gmail.com. Leave a review on your podcast listening method of choice. Uh, Thank you for listening to all this stuff, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.
1: Thanks, Kiana.